Olá, bem-vindos ao meu podcast Trilingue, um podcast onde a gente fala inglês, português e várias bostas. Esse é um podcast com uma pegada um pouco diferente. A gente vai falar sobre assuntos corriqueiros, só que em inglês. Muito bem-vindo, meus amigos, mais que amigos, friends. Estamos aqui com o nosso primeiro episódio do podcast Trilingue, que a gente fala português, inglês e várias bostas. Tô aqui com o meu amigo Léo e esse podcast vai consistir em nós falarmos sobre assuntos diversos em inglês. para vocês aí que estão num nível intermediário ou querendo testar o, o seu ouvido, tentarem indo ouvindo algo partindo de brasileiros. No meio disso também eu vou falar algumas expressões que às vezes eu vou dar traduções e tentar contextualizar para trazer também um pouquinho de vocabulário a mais para vocês. Hoje eu tô aqui com o meu amigo Léo. E aí? Olá, como vocês estão? Mas Olá, é legal, né? Ter uma conversinha assim, de tipo... É, o importante, importante do, do inglês é se comunicar. Abre portas e tentando uhum. se comunicar. So, you ready? Espero que todo mundo muito bem, preparados para ouvir aqui o meu inglês mais fajuto do mundo. Mais arranhado que não sei o quê. Yeah. Let's go, let's get rolling. So, why don't you tell me how your story with English started? Where did you actually learn how to speak and listen and do whatever else you know how to do in English? Well, I was 18 years old, I think. And my mom and I and my sister was going to move to the United States. And at that time, I literally don't know nothing about English, you know, just had the experience with the verb to be and nothing else. And just a little heads then up, I go like... to United States. I didn't know anything because you can't have a double negative, but like super chill out stuff. Keep going. Sorry, I interrupted. What? No, no, no. You're good. So, man, it's kind of hard to explain because I really learned English when I moved to United States. And I was 18 years old at the time. And I was like a different world than I was expected because I really have a, I had a, like a little idea about how gonna be being United States. I was thinking, dude, I can learn the English like from nothing. And that was that was exactly what happened with me. But it's kind of hard because those first six months that I stayed there, I really don't study nothing. I just like started to get what people talking around me and just get a few yeah. words, a few verbs, and know how to use that. And That's how I start. I go to high school then too, but I think in, on my job, I really did bad. So let's, let's rewind a little bit. For the first six months, you had no school education. You no, came I had, straight I from had. Brazil. You had in there. No, I did, I did, I did. Yeah, I did, I did there. Okay. But I, I, I don't learn a lot from there, you know. I learned okay. more from the States because oh, that was the real wild. world. Sorry. Yeah, keep going. I was moving the chair here. And that's how my first contact with English start. And for the first six months, it was pretty hard. Pretty, pretty, pretty hard. Because I was just like, listening to everybody and what they say to me. And doing my job because I go to school there. And I have a part-time to own a restaurant who my aunt gave me a job. So yeah. I was working with her working with her and just trying to get a lot of stuff. But 
in the kitchen, really, we have a lot of Brazilian who. So she gave you a job. Talk. Where did you work? Yeah. Where did and you work? She's uh, in a restaurant in Stoughton. I don't remember the name. It's Amelia's, I think. It's a good restaurant. Yeah. And what's hard? Work just in like their, in their kitchen. If she keep you... working there. If you work no, in no. their kitchen. If I worked in their kitchen, where what did you do in the restaurant? Oh, I was dishwasher at the time. I started doing salads oh, later. Got it. Yeah, it's hard. I started doing uh, salads later when I started complaining a little bit more about English. So think <laughs> about it. I was like, for the third three months, I was just like in dishwater, doing bad steps, cleaning the restaurant. That's good. Yeah. The payment Tough like stuff. every every Friday is so fucking good. Make yeah, everything well. Yeah. The thing about the US is like if you think about how cheap things look for us when we go there, imagine for them, they make money in dollars. So like everything's super cheap. Imagine like buying the newest iPhone for one thousand monies. That's like ridiculous, and they like make pretty good money. Mm-hmm. We can translate the money, right? Like we can't yeah. have the like. It's impossible. If you're living there, just you just just need to think in dollars, not in Brazilian cash. It's real, right? Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. So, what was your first interaction in you when you got to the U.S.? Because I'll always remember mine. So for everyone who doesn't know, which is probably most of the people listening, hopefully, I actually went to college in the U.S. in Utah, Salt Lake City. And I'll never forget. I remember the day I was boarding to go there. I like was starting to, okay, my cat's just going nuts. Hmm. Hold Little on, Thor. Thor is going completely crazy. He just like started throwing all my stuff on the underground. Okay, he doesn't like this podcast. So I, I remember I was started talking to people at the airport and was already like, okay, this is for real. From now on, it's English only. And that was <laughs> kind of nuts. I, I will never forget the first it's person crazy, I interacted right? with in Utah. It's completely crazy because there's just no going back. When you're practicing here, you can just speak to someone, somebody else, most probably in Portuguese and try to figure something out. But like in there, you have to do with whatever you have in your in your words vocabulary. So even I, I knew English pretty well, but I was super nervous to talk to the first person. And I was <laughs> asking for directions in the college campus. And I was like, Okay, so... Oh, your first content there, it wasn't ecology. It's just like you yeah, arrive in the in airport. Utah, and... yeah. Oh. Yeah, I had the airport and talked to the people. So when I got home, my college experience was started fucked up, like, completely. The moment I arrived in the US and I tried to enter, uh, something was, like, messed up because... I got to the dude and I said, okay, I'm, I'm entering here for college, you know, when you give them the passport before entering the country, mm -hmm. just when you arrive. Yeah. After so passport. I gave him that and, and I'm, I was like, 
so I'm here to study. Uh, I think I arrived in North Carolina. So I said, okay, I'm here to study. I'm going to go to Utah and all this. I had a few documents. I don't remember what the name is called, but it's like a big paper where the, the university signs whenever you can come back to the, to the U.S. And he asked me, where is your visa? And I said, it's right there. And he said, this is a tourist visa. Where is your student visa? And then really? I gave him the paper. And he said, that is not it. You needed a student visa. And I was like, oh, fuck. What did they do so with you? Stop me. Yeah, they stopped me. They took me into a different separate room. <laughs> like, they were like, okay, so you don't have the visa. So you need to pay like $600 in order to get in the country this time. And next time you come back, you will need to have a visa. And I was like, fuck, I didn't even leave the airport and I already have to pay like $600. Whoa. So it was insane. a rough start. Six hundred dollars, yeah, a lot of money. Your your first few interactions in the U.S. I mean, it was pretty easy because my aunt, my and my uncle was waiting for us. So my first interaction was just like leave the airplane and see them waiting for me. You know, so we go and my uncle is actually American. So basically, we, he's the guy. Like everything he does, I was just following him. And because I really don't understand nothing, just like I can get my food, I can ask for my food because I read a few things here in Brazil at that time. But I was just like confused reading the what's the qual que é o nome de cardápio? Esqueci. Menu. Yeah, but the menu. I was reading the menu, and I was like, wow, I know a little bit about this and this, but nothing else. So I was just like. My uncle doing everything for us, like going to hotel, after that, get the airplane, going to Boston, because the first time I was in Disney, and that, 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 yeah. that, is, that is, wait, that's it. Nice. So how did you figure stuff out? You didn't know any English. What, what did you do? Did you just Google words? Mm. How did you come, went around to, towards doing that? I mean, I was pretty afraid at that time. I was just like being my home and leaving my home and going to my job and going to my job, going to school. So I think I realized I can do good things and fun things out there uh, the first time I go to the United States because I spend six months and come back here to Brazil. Then I spend a few time here and come back to there. And the second time I arrived to the United States, I was like understanding a few words so I can complain a few more things. And I was thinking, it's time to hang it out, have a few friends, go to a few bars. I don't nice. know, like go to someone else, so somewhere and not be afraid of doing that. And well, I remember yeah. a few a good history. At that time, you know, my your ID in there is our passport. They don't care about Brazilian documents there. So, oh, yeah, totally. I had to get a, a driver's license from the, the first moment I arrived in Utah, which was a different crazy experience because it was super far from college and I had to pick up like three buses and schedule and I went to the wrong place. Dude, when you're in a different country and you know nothing about it, you have no car, Man, it is ridiculous how many wrong places you're going to get yourself into. Yeah, I mean, I, 
Every, yeah, keep everywhere going. I was in there, I was in GPS. If I don't have a GPS, I was staying in my home. That's my <laughs> Yeah, the way that's it worked great. with me. I, I did too, but th that doesn't mean it worked for me every time. Yeah. I went to one building and then they were like, it's not here. Or the worst is when you go to a very far place to get any documentation and they are like, okay, so you need to bring this document signed <laughs> before you can get a driver's license. So I had to get the document, go all the way back, arrange a schedule in a different building to that was way closer to me to actually get the document signed, take this document all the way across town again to get my driver's license. It was a pain in the ass. And I think all of the listeners can figure out what that means. Yeah, I mean, let me tell about my history in there. Uh, my mom always yeah, been scaring me. If you get, uh, if the cop is stopping you, drive the car. If you don't have your passport with you, you're getting trouble. Really, really trouble. They're going to deport you. I know yeah. things don't work Big like trouble. that, but my mom always saying that to me, and I was very, very scared. One day, I forgot. Hold on, go, go a bit slower. Okay, okay. One day, I forgot my passport in my home. And I was with Richie. He was my friend in there. So, yeah. and we are going to another state to bring his cousin from the college. He was playing basketball to the colleges, but is in was in another state. So I was going with him yeah. to pick it, pick him up and come back. And we are like leaving Massachusetts and. The limit speed like is like I don't know 55 meter per hour, and he was miles. Yeah, miles per hour. Yeah. It's hard to translate, right? I I don't know. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's kind of hard. No worries, no worries. And when we go to Connecticut, I don't know. I forgot the name of the state. One second, let me remember. No worries. Not that uh, that relevant. Uh, it's kind of, uh, I don't, yeah, it's another I, I don't even know if that's a state. I don't think that's uh, a I don't state. Know, but but yeah, I, I no mean, just like let's let me let let me use New York for example as example. So I was yeah. in, in Massachusetts, we can't smoke weed. It's a legal uh, state. Yeah. And then when we go to another go to the another state, they call it stopped us. And we are just like fucked up. I was just I was just like scared. Because I was thinking, Jesus Christ, I mean, another state, I don't know if, like, they, we can smoke weed here if he's like, on the limit of speed to the road. I don't know nothing. I was just, like, very, very scared. And so, okay, you guys were carrying weed yeah. from a state where weed was legal to a state where it was not. Yeah, exactly. And you got pulled over for speeding. Yeah. Oh God, that's that's yeah, bad. I know. And at that time, I was with two black friends. They are very, very nice to one, and the yeah. cops like act like racist. Like I feel that for him because after we being stopped, they just talk a few things with him and just let us yeah. go around. And Richie says to me, "This just happened because we are with you," and I feel that because when. They are stopping the car. They didn't see me because I was I was in the back seat, and 
They stop. The, oh, yeah. They stop the car. They go to the window. Say to the Richie, pull down the window, and he did. And just he just like they were Richie and Billy, who who was other friend of mine, who who was with us. And then he go back to the car and just like say some shit and get out of the car, like not like cool one way, you know. Yeah. And then they see me, a white guy. They like changing everything like the way they're talking the way they're doing things and i feel that like there was kind of a hard situation yeah. because i really feel that the first time in my life i mean i know it happens you, you actually live yeah yeah, a, yeah yeah like i really a racist yeah kind of case i know things happen here in brazil but it's like different way that happened there and they are stupid people yeah, every it's, time it's like, weird yeah you can't really explain, but on a different culture, it just seems like things happen differently. Mm. I don't know. It, feel, it felt to me like in here, I'm way more in a bubble than I was in there. Because it felt like there was so much diversity. You know, I don't know why, but I saw people from everywhere. I had great friends from Nepal, which was amazing. I had friends from France. I had a bunch of American friends that came from like all the way across the country, yeah. the middle of the country, and their cultures are so different. The people from the middle and and the people from the coasts, everyone's super different. Yeah, it's like here I, in Brazil. Probably we are too in Brazil, but it feels like there's more of a concentration in specific places. Yeah, Massachusetts is a great I don't know state. though. Maybe that's just me. No, I feel the same. I feel the same. Yeah. I mean, I was working with some guy who are from the Spanish. So other guy like came from Haiti. I don't know how to say Haiti. Haiti, I think. Haiti. Haiti. Yeah, Haiti. Haiti. From the Haiti. And yeah. like they have American who they like, come from like California who is very, very different than Massachusetts. So I think we have the same here in Brazil. So, like, people from the north are going to be very, very different than people from the south. Yeah. It happens. But one thing is true. Like, dealing with cops in a different country is another experience. Yeah, I mean... I, Not only because there are different cops, but it's it's in English. How was that for you? I mean, it was pretty easy because they saw me pretty, pretty scary. They was, like, struggling. Like, como é que eu falo primeiro? Shaking. I was shaking my body, like, very, very scary. And they see me. They... You're blowing a little yeah, in the mic Yeah, I know. Be careful about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. And when they talk to me, they yeah, say, you good? And I say, yeah, I'm good. Where are you from? I'm, I'm from Brazil. They ask me very, very slowly. They could, like, ask me good for me, treat me good, you know? So when they see me, we are just... Yeah. They ask me if we have more, some, some more weed, and I give me my, my grinding to them because I was the only one guy who has yeah. grinding and I was carrying with me for the travel because I know we are going to use. Yeah. And I lost my grinder. It <laughs> happens. Yeah. Famous shit happens. Well, yeah. Better losing a grinding. crazy. I remember. For nothing. <laughs> yeah, way better. I remember the only like super scary encounter I had with cops there was one night. So I was in a fraternity and one night we went camping with some of my fraternity brothers, which was something that we kind of did. It was it was a tradition of our, our class, like 
the, the year that we entered the fraternity, we did it. So every subsequent year, we actually did it again. So we went to, to just a spot and they love camping there, which is something amazing about their culture. If you ever live in there, do go camping. They love to do that shit. They get tents, they get sleeping bags. Some people have hammocks, que são hedges, aquelas hedges de dormir. Yeah, they, yeah. they just attach them to, to trees, which is like super cool. Some of them are can keep you cozy and warm. So we went camping, we, we had a fire, we bought, brought a bunch of beers. Some of us were 21, some of us were not. So we had a great night, super chill. I remember when I was sleeping, I did not bring a sleeping bag. And if you ever go camping on somewhere that's kind of cold or gets colder at night, do bring a sleeping bag. I was like dying in the middle of the night super cold it was ridiculous but some, somehow i woke up and i found one lying on the floor but the worst was in the morning which wasn't waking up super easy with the sun and and stuff it was with the cops saying get up <laughs> really it's the cops get up yeah and, and we had like a bunch of beer cans it, it was like already in the morning kind of but... it wasn't the middle of nothing because we don't go camping like right middle of nothing it was kind of a it wasn't really a park but it had like a stream going on the side and we had a bunch of beer cans and a bunch of underage people and if you ever go to the u.s they do not fuck with underage <laughs> drinking states have different laws but in utah oh i guess everywhere they have this where they They have a minor in possession, I guess it's called, is whenever a minor under 21 years of age has is carrying alcohol. But in Utah, they define being drunk also as carrying alcohol. So you can't be not only carrying alcohol or be caught with it, you can't be drunk. So we had a bunch of beer cans in there, a bunch of underage guys. Some guys were 21 and older. And they were like, they woke us up, made us clean the whole place. And they were like, okay, did you know that you cannot light off uh, a campfire right here? Because it's close to, the, to the, the stream, the water. This is actually a federal crime. You guys could, could go like to jail for real just for this. I was shitting myself at that moment. Like, holy That's shit. Good. All that was going through my mind was like, okay, I'm going to get super deported. Everything I uh, I did in college is going to get like crossed out because I can't transfer the credits to Brazil or anywhere else. I'm just going to get kicked the shit out of this country. So we cleaned everything up. They were like scaring the fuck out of us. And some of our friends were like really smart, starting, started talking about football with them because we had a, a, a big football theme team in our university the youths go youths and they were like trying to make small talk with them que é fazer um papinho conversar conversar mole and somehow they were, they were like being more chill about it they were like okay so all the guys under 21 will get uh 
to we had to pay a ticket and the guys over 21 will have to pay a ticket which would be like $200 for every minor that we had in there mm. it was like astronomical figures they would have to drop like two grand each one of them so it was super rough and we kept talking we cleaned everything up they wanted to check our IDs and I had my American driver's license but I also had my, my Brazilian registration number so I just gave them my Brazilian document. It was like, they're probably oh. not going to find me in their computer with this document, but I'm not sure, You're but I'll try. Yeah, I really did that because I was like, okay, this is a small chance that I might not get fucked. Yeah. So they ran everyone's documentation in their police car computer. We were like in the middle of the, the parking lot close to where we, to where we camped. And somehow they were like, okay, you guys are okay. We're not going to charge you with anything. Just don't do this again. That was such a big relief. We all started like, holy yeah. shit. That Very was a cop. close one. That was an insane story. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. We have a picture on Instagram. <laughs> Everyone posted that shit because it was, it was nuts. So tell me, you had no experience with English in Brazil. No. Did you did you learn anything from like games or music or stuff like that? Mm, from music, I, yeah, I learned a lot. I still practicing with music. Like how? Uh, man, did you like singing stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put like I get like a music who uh, sounds good in English for me, even if I don't understand the right the lyrics. And I go to the go to the music and. Uh, read the lyrics and try to sing with the singer like yeah because if yeah. i can sing exactly as exactly same way than him i'm kind of speaking right and i feel that's the more difficult yeah, thing for in sure English. sometimes i can express myself good like clear and sometimes it's like being stopped because it's not the way i i speak you know it's not portuguese who is my native language so it's hard it's like yeah. i don't have my style to speak in english yet i can say that like that yeah i mean you yeah. have your that that is a weird one right? like sometimes i'm calm down i can't complain everything. yeah you kind of develop yeah, it yeah that's kind of developed especially it's with exciting. the yeah that's gonna be cool so you're yeah, going back I'm there back right next year uh january 14th that's pretty cool. So yeah, but but whenever you live with people, you kind of get whatever they're mm -hmm. saying and it turns into That's your true. style. But some things keep being difficult. I had a big difficult time with jokes. I was super insecure with telling <laughs> jokes in English or just like doing wordplay, you know, wordplay. Yeah, because yeah. it's different, right? It's like... Trocadilhos. Yeah, trocadilhos. Yeah, so it's it's not only that's different. Sometimes they really fell into place and they were really good. But I kept going on. I kept repeating them in my head before I actually said something out loud because I really wanted to make sure I wasn't the, the weird, boring <laughs> kid saying something that makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, I felt you. So that one is a tough one. You have to really get comfortable I mean... with that and... Just cracking some jokes I, up. I, 
I don't think I'm confident at this time to make a joke with somebody because, like I say, I don't have my style to speak English. I can't, like, I'm like a bird. Yeah. How did I say papagayo? Parrot. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like a carrot repeating what other, I listen from other carrot. Parrot. Parrot. I say, yeah, carrot. Parrot yeah, I say with wrong. a P. Sorry. I was saying, uh, uh, carrot is yeah, yeah. cenoura. Uh, and I just repeat yeah. what other people say, you know, I don't have my really way. I, it's kind of hard to translate from Portuguese from English. Sometimes my mind is like locked up, like I say, and that's my problem for now. It is. I it mean, is crazy. How do you think whenever you're in the U.S., what, how do you think? That's one question that someone asked me and I was like, holy shit, I've never thought about this. It was my first Thanksgiving in the U.S. And I, uh, I spent at a friend's house, Alex's house. And his dad came up to me and was like, your English is pretty good. How do you think about it? Do you think of the phrase in Portuguese and then yeah, you translate I mean, it in your head and then you say it? And I was like, holy shit, I never thought I mean, about this. A virus in how, you how is that for you? <laughs> because I don't know. That's kind of virus, right? Like holds me by inside, by inside because they put a, a yeah, little idea yeah. in there they plant a little yeah, seed in your like, head and i don't but yeah how uh, do you do it how is it that for you do you think in know. portuguese and then you translate it, it and know how it happens come up I with just, a sentence i think i translate a little bit you see it's, it's just weird yeah a bit in english and i need to st stop a little bit to think about what i say it's not natural like I need to work you, hard yeah. to make it. I think Americans are just... It's just like us yeah. in Portuguese. Americans are just not used to trying yeah, to speak a different language. Yeah, they don't care because they have the most important thing to speak them. Yeah, there's a super... There was an, a nice joke that I heard once. It went like, someone that speaks two languages is a, is a bilingual. Someone who speaks three is a trilingual. Do you know how, how they call one that speaks no. only one language? An American. <laughs> I, I thought it was a, like a, a really well-made joke. I'm like, okay, that, that's funny. It's really funny. Makes sense. They don't care about the yeah. world. They, they have no idea how, how things work. Like, just like they are the center of the world, so they don't care about other country or, yeah. or other wars and problems. They really don't care. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, yeah, their election is, is going on right now. We still don't know who won. And everyone's looking at it. That's the perks of being one of the, the biggest economical centers in the world. Everyone. But going back to the thinking thing, do you ever think in English? Are there some stuff that you're like going in your head talking no, in English? No, in Portuguese. Because I do that a lot. Sometimes depends on, for me, it depends a lot on, on what's going on or what the subject is if it if it's a subject where i'm really used to consuming content or listening in english i just go thinking in english sometimes i talk to my pets or my dogs in english it just goes with it it feels like some stuff it's better said in english some stuff is better uh, said in portuguese but that's like a dick move if you're dealing with people but dealing with animals they just don't give a fuck so i i totally have that that freedom and of the doing it, technology which is pretty cool. So you never do that. Uh, I mean, yeah. Which which type of yeah? 
which type of, of content do you really prefer getting wow. in English? Or do you really like getting in English? I use the... If some kind of show are made in English, I watch them in English. If the show were made in Portuguese, I watch it in Portuguese. Like, yeah, most I don't of them. like really. I like I have in Brazil. We have a good uh, legend in in the movies. Como é que fala do não não subtitles? É dublagem. Subtitles is is the text that we have. It's not a legend. It's a subtitle. Como é que fala? Dublagem. Para falar real, não Viu, faço a menor ideia. Porque... E eu tava preocupado com o momento que você ia perguntar alguma coisa que Perdão. Vou pesquisar aí, pesquisar isso, tá mais fácil. But it, it is something yeah, like that. I mean, I really like to watch Rick and Morty in English, but if I watch in Portuguese, I enjoy it too. But I think it sounds better in English. Because a few things really sound better in English. Yeah. So if you listen Brazilian rip so hop, and if you listen in American rip hop, like, it's much easier to make a hip hop in English because they have a lot of tricks who sounds better. In Portuguese it's kind of hard to make it. So don't sounds good like it... it's super weird because if you also look at the if you also there are some songs where if you see what the lyrics mean it's just super yeah, weird and stuff. We keep and you're just like, like, do you remember like Lollipop I think it's from Lil Wayne. Everybody was singing that yeah, music at, yeah. I don't know, I don't know. 2010 and and, and Absolutely. they have no idea. Yeah, no when idea I ask it to my aunt for the first time, what lollipop means? She said, "It's like pirulinos." <laughs> Man, <laughs> why am I seeing this? Yeah, but it's weird because those songs are famous in there. So, do people just don't care or they don't get it, or what? What is up with the people that actually understand the words behind it? They. Apparently, they do not find it weird, I mean, and I don't know I don't if it's know. a cultural I, thing, but I think that has always been in sound, music. Uh, the way he's, the music sounds doesn't matter the lyrics for a lot of people, even if they don't understand. They can have a feeling inside you listen to the music. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's very fanatical. I think that's the point. Yeah, it just sounds show, good. We can talk about And I don't know. I think it's kind of culture, too. It's yeah. just like copying what is hot in the U.S., and trying to get for our culture, and that's how life is in in every country. I think if we go to Italy, I think they are gonna be listening. Yeah, absolutely. To American music. That's how the world is, unfortunately. Absolutely. So dublaging is actually dubbing. Dubbing is uh... <laughs> dubbing without yeah, the I L. I hear it wrong. Dubbing. I was making a joke. But going back to to the Rick and Marty stuff, I noticed because some of my friends forced me to I watch did. in Portuguese, and they they throw a lot of cultural stuff in there, which is we mm -hmm. can connect to it, and that's mm -hmm. why they like it so much. And I feel like that is one of the one of the biggest. No, it's definitely not the biggest, but it's a very good perk of actually learning English is to listen yeah. to those stuff. So if you actually can understand or can understand a little bit, try not reading the, the subtitles. Go with the with the audio. They have some wordplay and some jokes that just yeah, cannot be I translated mean, to be into words. There are like some very, very good ones. I remember like the there were some nerdy jokes 
like when Jerry touches Rick yeah, and he was like, congratulations, you have AIDS. His answer is, oh my God, you skipped HIV, which is a nerdy joke that I absolutely loved. But there was also, there's also like in How I Met Your Mother. It's a show that has some fucked up stuff nowadays, but some really nice jokes with wordplay. I remember when, when Barney and Lily are speaking and Barney's, spoiler alert, the show's all, all 10 years 15 years old already if you haven't watched it do yourself a favor but like barney's in love with robin and he he calls her and he's like ah, and hangs up and lily asks what was that he says she wasn't she didn't pick up so i left her a voicemail and she replies to him you left a voice but it wasn't male <laughs> which I thought it was, like, genius. And that type of shit just yeah, I know. cannot be translated. I so I urge you guys, if you can, try to listen to that stuff. Do it, because there is a lot of I gold mean, in, in those And I have my opinion. If you things. start to understand those little jokes, that's when you start to become, uh, like, kind of good in English. Yeah. More yeah. fluent in because it. Because it's yeah. kind of things we, we can hear, but we can't reply. We like because it's hard because it's have a lot of information coming around and we don't know about yeah. this and when you this is a new war it's a that's new how you war learn yeah about the joke about the way yeah. they say it, the way it is, it is. Going. it's it's pretty easy it's pretty it's pretty it definitely good when opens you see up a door and you hear and you're like jesus i have no idea about what it is and you search and you you keep it don't complain about yeah. but when you start to get at these things is so nice. You feel so confident in yourself. Try to go Sorry. a little bit slower. You'll be so confident. So, with songs, the, the, my thing with songs was like, I was completely obsessed with it. And if you want to start learning English a little bit better, you can start like small. Uh, I don't know where I actually learned yeah, English the, from because it's kind of crazy. I remember well, how when did I... you learn English? How did you start speaking? Yeah. Last me, but I didn't ask you. Oh, one second. So, I'm yeah, gonna... I have absolutely no clue. Yeah, one second, I can, I can keep it going. I'm gonna be mute for a second. I'm gonna drink water. Yeah, no, no issues. So yeah, I have absolutely no idea how I actually learned it. I just entered uh, an English school, Wizard, paga nós Wizard, mas se PBF também quiser pagar ou outras paga nós. But I entered there and people, I, I was pretty shy, so I didn't talk much. But people knew me as the voice in the back of the room that just answered the questions that no one knew the answer to. So I don't know where I actually got my, my English knowledge from because even previously from entering uh, an English specific school, I, are, I was already pretty good at it. But I do, the first remember, the first memory I have from kind of knowing English, and I am definitely not sure if I actually know, knew it, or I was just like fucking around with the people and they were buying it. It was with Yu-Gi-Oh, the, the little cards game, when we actually bought, bought them. The, all the cards came in English and they have special effects in it. It's a card game. Every card has a different effect. They have like monsters that attack. They have magic cards. They have trap cards. And the definitions for what they do 
it's just written in the card, but it is in English. And we were like six or seven and no one knew how to speak English. I remember to this day, I just picked up the card, said, okay, this, this, this. All right, guys, this is what this card does. They might blow And told them in Portuguese. Everyone bought it because, like, <laughs> who the fuck was going to challenge me? Like, who's going to say this kid does not know how to speak English? To this day, I have no idea if I was close or if I was, like, just completely off. Just like, okay, it probably does this. This is what I think. And I also believed in I what mean, I was I saying. So everyone probably believed gonna be wrong. I have but absolutely no idea. But it was, like, it was gonna... funny. Be right about a few things, but a lot of things you're going to be completely yeah. wrong. Because sometimes I I feel yeah. like this. Yeah. Games help this. a lot. Like, it's a fun fact about me. I can't say, yeah. I can't speak, but I can't write. So this is mind blow. I mean, yeah. I don't try to write to write in a, few, in a few time, in a long time. But if I try right now, I think I'm going to have a few problems. Because I don't know how to use the verb, right? Yeah, but the thing about writing, yeah, the thing about writing is that it has a whole structure mm. around it. There's a bunch of people that can speak Portuguese. Not a lot of people, even if they're literate, they can't like write con very good, concise sentences or texts or things like that. It, it, it is a big challenge to start writing in English. And that's something I had to learn in college, even because their structure is different. They use commas, virgulas. They use it differently. Like there are commas before and, which the, the word for e, the connective word, which is something that we just don't have here. So it was kind of weird getting to those things. And then I don't know. I think Portuguese, it has more play with it. It's just more beautiful as a language and you can play more with it and it's, it can get super complex. English is way simpler, but it's still kind of hard to match words and make something to, that makes sense. Especially like going to, to writing my, my thesis, my, my final thesis in my course was like, okay, not only I have to know how to write, I have to know how to write a scientific article with nice language. And that's when I really learned, especially not only with that, but with some texts about science classes that I had to write and had a, a, a certain amount of words that it needed to contain in those, in those documents. So I was like, Basically, okay, now I need to learn how to install this thing and Yeah, just put as many words as I can in a sentence. If one sentence can be said with three words, I need to put at least seven in them to get to the cap of or to the to the lower limit of words that I actually need to reach. Super challenge. That was super crazy. So, yeah. What do you think are the, the biggest benefits you got from being able to speak English after you learned I going don't, to the US. I don't feel afraid of the word anymore. Up. If you would just like I can go Yeah, I can go for You're not afraid of the world anymore? I I don't live just yeah. like in Brazil. It's not my bubble. Yeah. I'm just Brazilian. I care just like for Brazil. Like, just like the American does. I mean, you can see things differently. You can 
complain more things. You see the words really, really different, really, really different. Because I was in two parts of the call to do the work, and that's changed a lot. And you get a lot of information, a lot of experience. And now I feel able to go, I don't know, to Europe, to China, I don't know, whatever country who I want to go and get this kind of influence, you know, because that's how life goes. I think that's my going, like, yeah. just travel the world, like, getting as much as possible about the world and the life and the culture. And... Yeah, you knock yeah. down that, that language barrier because if everyone is kind of trying at least to speak English, you can probably try to communicate with anyone. And it's really hard when people don't speak English. Like in Mexico, they have super fast Spanish. Yeah, and I always had the hardest I know, time I felt going you. through a Mexican airport. Because it was like, they do not want to understand Portuguese. They do not speak English sometimes or like, The only person that I saw in the in Mexico City's airport that actually spoke English was the dude at Subway who was making the you sandwiches. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, someone speaks English. Great, now I can communicate super easily and order this beautiful sandwich. Thank you, sir. You're amazing. But it was like... You yeah, scared me it, for it now. It was kind of tough. But it definitely knocks down doors. Because I'm going to the Mexico, yeah. Why? Because well, you're going to Mexico. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can try like Portuguese and stuff, but it's probably gonna be rough. They're probably gonna let you buy, and that's gonna be done. But one thing that I really rip the benefits of speaking English mm. is the the amount of content I can actually consume because there's so much content. And like for videos, there are some of them have subtitles, some of them don't. But like the amount of I have almost double the content maybe more because they produce so much in the u.s of content that i can consume like i love logan paul and i know he doesn't put subtitles in portuguese in his videos but i can definitely watch that i absolutely love gary v and he has some content in portuguese but i don't think it translates mm -hmm. super well to our culture but it makes a lot of sense in english i also don't think it sounds as good or It doesn't convey the message super well when you actually just translate it. There, some it feels like some stuff is missing, but those are are some very good things that I suggest you listeners to do. Like go find some podcasts or TED talks are actually really good because they have a lot of foreign people trying to just communicate whatever in English and they have a lot of subtitles and they always have the transcript, all the, all, everything that is said, they have written under the video. So it's amazing. It's a great thing that you can use to test your English and learn more and try to pick up words and pick and, and train your ears a little better. And also you're going to learn a lot from it because there are like some really cool people doing TED talks and conveying a lot of, interesting content and research or ideas it's just an amazing place and a, an amazing content to consume but yeah oh, do you have anything else know. you'd like yeah, to say? i want to say sorry for the listening for the first part first part for the for this but of this podcast i was just like nervous so you guys probably can have a hard time to complain to me no worries yeah, yeah. i know 
This we, is your I'm first so episode, angry. guys. Let us we know can. if you liked it. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's difficult. It's our first time recording too. Hopefully, people like it and just find because it we are interesting saying, and help just out. Just we are saying bad English but, here. Yeah. Just kidding. I'm saying. Yes, your English is just like amazing. Yeah, I it's told fine. you that. You know this. Oh, you asking me. Sim, mas é, vou... boa, acabou. Vou mudar para o português para encerrar esse, esse maravilhoso podcast aqui. Muito obrigado a todo mundo que ouviu. Espero que vocês tenham gostado. Contem para nós, por favor, o que, que vocês acharam, sugestões, dicas, assuntos que vocês gostariam de ouvir, se precisa falar mais devagar, se gostariam de ouvir o podcast em forma de texto. Olha o meu gato voltando na janela para aterrorizar o mundo. Vem no final do podcast, ele sentiu que estava acabando. Mas perfeito, é isso. Muito obrigado, Léo, por fazer minha dupla Estamos nesse maravilhoso bem. novo podcast. E tchau, meu povo. I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.